welcome to the very first episode of the Offscript podcast. My name is Katie Rose Hester, and today you are going Offscript with me. Um, but before we get started, I just want to take a second and celebrate that theme music because it makes me feel like a very professional podcaster. And I just love how peppy it is. Um, so shout out to Andrew, former colleague, current friend, for producing that for me because uh, I love it. So um, before we dig in to this very brief episode, which is just going to be an introduction to the podcast, a little story about how it came about, and uh, some info about what you can expect from future episodes, I would like to say that this is the sixth time that I have recorded this episode. I have devoted <laughs> so many hours of my life to this like 15-minute intro episode to this podcast. <sighs> So today, my goal for myself <laughs> is to just put this episode out into the world regardless of whether it's perfect because perfection is the enemy of creativity and we've just got to get this out into the world. So I'm going to explain why I have recorded this so many times, but some of it, some of it is my fault. 99% <laughs> of it is my fault. But basically, I recorded it the first time and I was like, boom, done. That wasn't so bad because I've never recorded a podcast. I've been a guest on podcasts, but I've never just sat down and actually recorded my own. And so I did it and I was like, oh my God, that was so easy. Not a problem. And then I listened to it back and I was like, oh my goodness, this is a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, even I was lost. And I was listening to my own story. So I thought, what the heck was that? We're going to redo that. Lessons learned. We must ramble less, focus more. And so I recorded another episode. And it was better-ish. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't horrible. It was more understandable than the first go. So I was happy about that. Um, but then I was listening to that playback. And it just didn't sound like incredibly high quality. So I was like, okay, we just need to get some equipment up in here. I just need a mic. I need a headset, which I knew that I needed, but I was going to try and just keep this low budget for a while. And let's be clear, the mic and headset that I bought, we did not spend much money. So it is still a low budget situation, but I was really, I mean, I was really trying to keep it low budget because I'm just starting out. So I went ahead and ordered some equipment and then I went for my third recording and it turns out that I did not have the equipment correctly like connected. I mean, I don't know what I did, but it was things were not in the right sockets. It it was just it was another mess. It was another it was another podcast car crash. So then we went into the fourth recording. And basically, I recorded what I thought was a really, I was like, this is good. We haven't rambled. We've stayed focused. We've stayed on theme. <laughs> like, well done. The equipment was all plugged in correctly. Inputs were right. Outputs were right. I was pretty stoked about it. But 
I was listening to that playback, which is maybe something I shouldn't do. Like maybe that's what I need to stop doing. Maybe that's where my problems start. You know what I mean? Because when you listen to something back, it's like it's like rereading an essay that you've written or like watching a video that you've done. You're like, I could do it better. Okay, now I know what I need to change. So maybe I just need to not do that. But anyway, I did that <laughs> and I was listening to the fourth one. And and by this point, as you can imagine, I'm like sick of like of saying like sort of generally the same things over and over and over again every day. Because I also have to like edit this afterwards and I have to, you know, make sure the music's in the right place and cut out the silences and fiddle with the noise a bit. So it's not just as easy as like sitting down, taking 12 or 15 minutes and then being like, oh, I just want to do that again. It's, it's actually kind of taking me like a lot of time. So I really need to move past this. But on the fourth one, I just found myself incredibly annoying. Um, so whereas on the first one, I found myself just unintelligible. On the fourth one, intelligible but obnoxious. So I went for the fifth one and I liked the fifth recording. I thought it was great. I was like, you don't seem annoying. There's no weird pauses. You're not rambling. Intelligible, tick that box. Microphone, doing okay, or so I thought. And then, like, halfway through the podcast, the mic just started like clicking, like, and it was incredibly, incredibly annoying. And I thought, well, if it's annoying me, it's definitely going to annoy people. And I'm listening to it like on my laptop. If somebody has a pair of headphones in, like that's going to be really annoying. And I, it might be doing it now. It might be doing it on this recording. I have absolutely no idea because obviously like I'm not hearing that with, you know, like as I sit here with my, my headset on. So hopefully it's not. I have literally no idea what happened. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I've got to do it again because that mic ticking sound is just, it's too much. It's too much. It's just, it's too much sensory stimulation. <laughs> so here I, here I am doing what I hope to be my final recording. And my, my goals for this episode, <laughs> outside of providing anyone who's listening with information, is to just get through it without rambling too much. I mean, a, a bit of rambling is fine. But to get through it, have it make sense. <laughs> not be annoying, not have equipment issues. So, I mean, just prayers up. Let's let's do this. So, uh yeah, maybe like 10 minutes here just to talk about how this podcast came to be. So, in September of 2022, my parents were visiting from the US. They were visiting me in London where I live, and we were out having Mexican food. And I'd had like a margarita and a half. So, you know, I was on a bit of a rant about work, which is, I think, sort of like what you do when your parents are in town and you're in your mid 30s and you're catching up. You know, you just, it's kind of like when you're with your friends, you just complain a bit about work. And so I, and I was in my, um, at the time, I was in the job that I had up until um, a couple of months ago. So it's my most recent position. I was the head of brand and content for Vizlib and Estrato Analytics. That business was recently acquired, which is obviously a wonderful thing. Um, but as a result of that acquisition, I was made redundant um, or laid off, depending on where you live. It's called a different thing. And so I no longer have that job, but I worked there for about 19 months. It was a really great job, obviously not perfect. So I was ranting about a couple of things. And basically what it boiled down to 
was what my diatribe, what my tequila fueled diatribe boiled down to, was just that I really was ready to, at some point in the near future, invest in my own business and like invest in myself and see if I could make a proper go with my, what was at the time, very much side hustle. Nights, weekends, producing articles for like one client at a time, essentially. And that's something that I had been doing for a couple of years. It was just a little um, limited company that I had set up when I first moved to the UK because I was on a type of visa that doesn't allow you to find work before you get here. And then I got here and it was COVID and it was hard to find a job. And I was like, well, one thing that I can do, one thing that I can try to do is set up a little limited company so that I can at least try and get some freelance work because I know I'm a good researcher and a good writer. So I might as well, you know, I just wanted to sort of like, get some money coming in, keep my mind occupied. So I'd been doing that like incredibly leanly, which I'm not sure is a word, but in any event, you know what I mean? I had been, you know, never more than one client. Um, There was one time when I had two, an incredibly light workload, literally just trying to keep it on my radar enough so that I was honing the skill, building up a bit of a network, et cetera, et cetera. So I was talking to my parents that night and I was just like, I think that I, you know, want to give my side hustle like a bit more attention. I think I want to see what I can do with it. Um, But, you know, in September of 2022, I was working what was very often like a 50, 55 hour a week job at Vislib and Estrado. It was just a, it was a really, it was a big job. And I managed a team and there was just no time to like invest in myself a bit more. Anyway, I digress. So one thing that I said while I was sort of talking about how I wanted to like see what I could do with my own business was just out of my mouth spewed this random thing that I'd a thought that I didn't even know that I'd had. And I said that I wanted to start a podcast where women could share their career stories. And that was weird because at the time that I said that, I had never listened to a podcast. So podcasts are like a recent introduction into my life. I had never consumed content in the form of a podcast until I sort of said that. And then I was like, well, if I'm thinking about doing a podcast, I should listen to one so that I know what the heck is going on. Because I was like, girl, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like you have literally no idea what happens on a podcast. So it was just weird that I had said that. Um, The fact that I wanted to create a space for women to share their career stories, less weird because I've had a really like long and winding and wild and wonderful more wild than wonderful career journey um, that's lasted a really, really long time. And we're just now finally getting out on the other side of it. But I mean, we're talking like six, seven years of career transition from leaving private legal practice to launching a business in 2024. So the fact that I wanted to sort of like have conversations with women about their careers, it's just like sort of, it's just been the most important thing in my life for a really long time is my career transition and just trying to figure it the hell out. So that wasn't weird. It was just the the medium, like the fact that I suggested a podcast. Anyway, my parents, because they're my parents, they were like, I think that sounds like a great idea. I think you should do that. And I was like, oh, you guys are my parents. Like, of course you're going to say that. And then a couple of months later, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who happens to be in like the recruiting and like career building space. So, you know, and she's a, she consumes podcasts. And so she would know if the podcast, if the idea was just, 
you know, she'd be like, oh, there's a million people doing it already. Like, I'm not really sure you have anything valuable to add to the conversation. Like she could have given me, me a reality check, but she didn't. She was like, I think you should do it. I think you should definitely do it. So that was like a year ago. And basically about six months ago, I started thinking really seriously about trying to get a couple of more clients signed up so that I could leave my full-time job and do my business, uh, you know, like go all in on Offscript. And um, that was made much easier because I lost my job. So I was like, well, okay, we're accelerating plans. That's fine. Pedal to the metal, get some things going. So I've kind of put everything together, gotten some clients on board, gotten my, you know, my website together, refined my vision for the business, refined our offerings, started communicating all of that to the world. But I still had this idea in the back of my head for the podcast, and I've just really never been able to get past it. So I decided that I would wrap the podcast up in the business as well. So we've got Offscript Content, which is my business. We've got the Offscript Podcast, which is a place for women to share their career journeys. And sort of the thread that ties them both together is the Women in Front Initiative, which is part of Offscript content. And that is a pledge on behalf of my business that at least 50% of our clients will always be women founded, funded, or led. So that is how the Offscript podcast came to be. In terms of what you can expect going forward, you will not have to listen to me ramble for like every episode. <laughs> you you might get a few in there when I decide to hop on here and talk about something that I think is particularly relevant or exciting or funny or valuable. But uh, for the most part, I will be having conversations with women that I know who have built Built, who have built really interesting careers and whose perspectives and advice and um, general sort of support and encouragement uh, have been incredibly beneficial to me throughout my career journey and just my life as a professional. And my life is just a person. And I just feel like I cannot be the only person who would benefit from hearing their stories. So I'm going to have them on, have some conversations with them. And I really do, I'm just really lucky, really, really fortunate to be surrounded by um, just tons of women who are outrageously incredible and super impressive. And it would really be obnoxious if they weren't also just kind and generous and fun and wonderful. But I mean, I've got I've got friends who have worked for presidents and governments and um you know, some of the biggest companies in the world, Microsoft, Google. I've got friends that have started their own businesses. I've got friends that have side hustles, friends that have chosen to raise families, friends that have chosen not to raise families, friends at different stages of their career, just starting out somewhere in the middle, sort of on the tail end. Um, women that are, you know, sort of in their second act, right? Women that have just created and manifested um, new careers in their 50s and their 60s. Um, so, you know, friends that are community activists and who are just like doing good in the world. And yeah, I just find them all outrageously, just borderline offensively impressive and inspiring. And so I just thought I'd introduce them to y'all for because why not? Why why wouldn't I? Um, and then occasionally I will hop on here to share uh, stories from my career journey that I think could be valuable. So the next episode uh, will be a deep dive into my career journey. So buckle up for that because ooh, I did sit down and try to make an outline for that episode, but uh, 
the outline was too much. <laughs> so I imagine the episode, oh, I don't, I don't even want to think about how many times I'm going to, I'm going to want to re-record that. Um, but yeah, so next episode, you can expect um, a deep dive into my career journey. So we're going to talk about sort of, you know, my decision to go to law school and becoming an attorney in private practice and thinking that that was that and thinking that, okay, I'd done the thing. And then very, very unceremoniously leaving that profession and then being unemployed for a really long time and doing really odd jobs um, just to, you know, like literally keep the lights on. Uh, So, I mean, I've like stuffed envelopes for my sister's company, you know, and we're talking when I was like 30. (laughs) <laughs> or no, I must have been I must have been even older. I must have been like 32 or 33 when I was doing that. And I've got my law degree in my back pocket and I've got loads of professional experience and yeah, I was just in a place in my life where I was trying to figure things out and so I'm stuffing envelopes for minimum wage. I worked at a butcher shop for a hot minute. I worked as a legal recruiter. I gave content strategy services away for free in an attempt to try and break into like the comm strategy and marketing space. I eventually did break into the comm strategy and marketing place but only after after I moved across the Atlantic Ocean and went through a year of just absolute professional horror um, due to the pandemic and not being able to have a job. when Because when you're on a visa, like I said, you land in, in the UK and you're not allowed to have secured a job before you get here because um, I'm on a spouse visa. So, you know, I landed on the, the first day of the first national COVID lockdown. So building a professional network and trying to find a job was just a a massive, a massive task. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how I finally did break into the marketing space, um, sort of very, very quickly worked my way up into a leadership position and then got made redundant. <laughs> and then now I'm starting uh, my own business. And so I'll be sharing all of that. And um, yeah, just trying to lend a little bit of, of perspective and uh, you know maybe some some value along the way. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited to dig in. I'm mostly excited to start having guests on the podcast because like I said, I just, I just have this like not actual Rolodex because I'm not 75, but I just have this like mental Rolodex of incredible women who I think all of you are just going to be really impressed by and enjoy their stories. With that, I will shut up because I am treading dangerously close to rambling again. And I really, really, not only do I not want to record this a seventh time, but like I can't. For my mental health, I need to stop. So I'm going to leave you with peppy outro music and I will talk to you next time. (laughs) 